Hello, I'm Jeffrey Mishlove. Today, I'd like to talk a bit about psychokinetic weather control. Now, uh, probably uh, every one of you who is a regular viewer knows about my book, The PK Man, a 10-year study of Ted Owens, a man who claimed and demonstrated over and over again uh, the ability to uh, influence the weather through psychokinesis, apparently, or telepathic contact with uh, hyperdimensional entities it, it might be another explanation, or even perhaps precognition, that is, to be able to predict weather and make it seem as if he was influencing it. Those are the three uh, alternatives. And uh, there are numerous videos now in which I've discussed this case because uh, it's one of the most unusual, bizarre cases in the history of parapsychology and psychical research. But I think there's some updates that uh, some of you who are interested in this area ought to know about. Uh, one of them actually was referred to me by a viewer not long ago, and it has to do with a fellow in Indiana named Michael Grubb, a young man who was some sort of a metaphysical minister, and he has a number of videos on his own YouTube channel in which ostensibly he is demonstrating psychokinetic weather control. It looks quite interesting. And in fact, right now, I'm linking to one of those videos. You'll see it in the upper right-hand corner of your screen if you want to check out Michael Grubb. Well, I looked at that and I thought it was really fascinating. In fact, uh, as I recall in one of those videos, he said the easiest way to get started in psychokinetic weather control is just to try and influence clouds with your mind. It made sense to me since clouds are relatively volatile and good PK targets are exactly that volatile. Like, for example, dice <laughs> when, when they're being thrown. Now, you may know this. When I took the Ted Owens training in 1986, he asked me, what do you want to do with this? And I thought to myself, certainly not what you do. I'm not interested in controlling the weather, making lightning strike and things of that sort. In fact, I, I thought that was a little too sensational and scary for me. I said, what I want to manifest through psychokinesis is to become a communicator to the public at large about these realities of the esoteric, occult, and psychic worlds. And within months of taking that training, I launched the Thinking Aloud channel on uh, television. This was mainstream television. It got out over the satellite uh, and was broadcast on a weekly basis for some 15 years all across North America on public TV stations. So, that went well. But when I read or listened to Michael Grubb talking about weather control, well, one night when I was out looking at the sky, as I love to do from my porch here in Albuquerque, you can, it was cloudy. It was a very cloudy day. And I thought, well, why don't I just try it? Let's see what I can do. And uh, on a whim, I did. I saw a cloud and there were two identical shaped lobes in the cloud. And I thought, well, let's see if I can make one larger and one smaller. 
a particular one larger and a particular one smaller. And you know what? It took about 10 minutes, but that happened. The one got larger, the other got smaller. And then, to my astonishment, the lobes changed a little bit and a third smaller one appeared. So, there was one large lobe in the center, two small lobes on each side, and it formed the Greek letter psi which, of course, is the word that parapsychologists use as, as a catch-all word for all psychic phenomena. Now, that impressed me. I had the feeling that, really, the atmosphere was alive, that I was communicating with some sort of a uh, conscious entity that was expressing itself through the clouds. That, that was my intuition. And so, I said to myself, let's try another one. And then I found a big, solid, cloudy area. And, and I said to myself, let's see if I can make a hole right in the middle of it. That would be impressive. That would be unusual to me and indicative of uh, that this really was psychokinesis and not uh, some sort of a projection from my subconscious mind. Uh, there are various words, pareidolia or apophenia, where you, you, you project meaning onto meaningless situations. That's the risk. I'm aware of the <laughs> potential foolishness that, that this could lead to. But, I did. I concentrated. Once again, the cloud took about 10 minutes of concentration and on and off. Uh, but what happened was that in the cloud, I began to see several holes, like two eyes, a nose, and a mouth. A mouth, in fact, with a kind of crooked grin with teeth. And then, as I was watching it, the mouth got larger and larger, the other holes disappeared, and there it was, just as I had uh, intended, a big hole in the center of that cloud. Now, <laughs> it sure seemed to me when I was looking at that face staring back at me uh, <laughs> from the cloud, I, it reinforced my idea that there's some sort of an intelligence expressing itself through the cloud. And the next day, I thought, you know, was that real? Did it really happen? I'll try it again. And uh, actually, that time I had my camera and I took a picture. I'm going to show you. It was a picture of a very distinct darkish cloud uh, not far from me in the sky. I thought, I'll see if I can make that cloud disappear. And sure enough, and you can see the photographic images that I took, the cloud disappeared. And then, I thought to myself, let's see if I can make it reappear. Now, something did reappear, as a matter of fact. And there's another photo where you can see uh, a, a kind of wisps of cloud, dark cloud reappearing right in that spot. Uh, but it didn't reappear to the full strength of uh, the dark cloud that had originally been there. And as I thought about it, it dawned on me that uh, the linger effect in psychokinesis that I've written about in The Roots of Consciousness it seems to work this way. I've also written about it in The PK Man, that when you project a psychokinetic intention, that intention can linger physically in the area 
where it was projected. This was first reported in some research uh, going back many years, uh, a healing study by Graham Watkins. And uh, you can read about it at the Roots of Consciousness. In fact, I'm going to provide a link right now to the portion of the Roots of Consciousness that describes the linger effect. So, that might be one way of explaining why it is that the uh, cloud just didn't reappear so much because the energy of having the cloud dissipate was still there in the atmosphere at that location. I call it energy. Maybe a better word would be intention. Now, interestingly, I posted something about Michael Grubb's uh, videos on uh, one of the parapsychology discussion lists in which I partake. And in response, I learned uh, to my delight that uh, there is a graduate student in atmospheric science at the University of California at Davis uh, named Danny Caputi. And uh, Danny has prepared an in-depth proposal to begin a very serious study of the atmosphere and the interactions between human intention and atmospheric effects. I have to say, I read over her proposal that was presented a few weeks ago at the Conference of the Society for Scientific Exploration that took place in uh, Las Vegas, my former hometown. and. It's an elegant proposal, is very serious uh, and very well thought out. And I'm delighted to see that she, uh, to some degree, builds upon the uh, study that I did many years ago in, the, in my book, The PK Man. Uh, so, what I'm going to do is uh, also uh, post that proposal now. If you look in the upper right, for those of you who are really serious and want to see how it's possible to conduct scientific studies of psychokinetic control of the weather, although she doesn't like to think of it as control. She likes to think of it as inviting the weather to uh, do things. <laughs> and, uh, and I think that may be a good way to think of it, a kind of a relationship, not I am in control of the weather, but let, let's work in harmony with the weather to see what we can do. Any, anyhow, you can uh, download that paper if, if you're serious and would like to read it. But if not, because I know you're not all scientists who are viewing, what does this mean for you? Well, I can say this, if you're thinking that you might like to explore your own psychokinetic abilities, I, I would encourage you to pursue the same method that Michael Grubb uh, mentions in his video. See what you can do concentrating on clouds. Be careful not to deceive yourself, but uh, I would be very happy to hear from viewers who, who decide to uh, give it a try. I think this is a uh, reasonable way to begin to uh, explore your own psychokinetic potential. So, give it some thought, and once again, thank you for being with me.